Hey everyone, welcome to On Deck, the PC gaming podcast. This is episode 50. I decided to do today's episode a little bit different than normal. Rather than doing it live, I'm pre-recording it, so watch until the end and please let me know what you think of the format. Let's start things off with Deals on Deck. Each week, I try and find some good deals, and I've got some fantastic ones for you this week and next week as well. First of all, if you love Lego games or if you know somebody that does, you can get an awesome bundle of Lego games from Humble Bundle. So if you use my link to buy these games, then not only are you saving a bunch of money and getting some awesome games, but you're also supporting the show. So thank you very much. I included the bundle of nine Lego games for 10 bucks. You can't go wrong there if you love lego games i mentioned next week as well and that's because we have the steam winter sale coming it starts on december 22nd and runs until january 5th so if there's someone on your friends list that you want to grab a game for on the cheap before christmas you can get that done before santa comes And if you get a bunch of Steam gift cards for Christmas, you'll probably want to be able to save a bunch of money. I know that a few games that I'm hoping for for sales on is Baldur's Gate 3 because I played that in early access on Stadia. But now I want to be able to have it on PC and DAC since that's going away. Crystal Project also looks really, really cool. It's already pretty cheap, but I'm hoping for a sale. And then finally, Atari 50, the anniversary collection. It's currently $40, which... I think is way too much. It's way more than I'd pay anyway. So fingers crossed that we get a steep discount on that as well. What games are you hoping to get on sale? Let me know in the comments down below that like button. I received a review copy of Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion from Square. They sent the code over on Friday, which was great because I had a snow day. If you don't know, I'm a teacher for my day job. Uh, So I ended up getting to play this a bunch. I'll have a video with my first impressions Maybe later on this week or maybe next week. We'll see how it goes. But if anybody was wondering how the game runs on the Steam Deck, it runs pretty well. It's usually maintaining about 60 frames per second with slight drops every once in a while. So far, nothing huge to worry about, though I am fairly early in. So make sure that you subscribe in order to check out that video when I finish it up. Let's move on to patch notes. Valve fired off a bunch of patches this week, mostly small bug fixes. We should start to see a decrease in the number of patches to the stable channel now. Valve said in an interview with The Verge that they're planning on doing it only about once per month. I have a full breakdown of the interview linked in the description, so make sure that you check that out. One thing that they added in the beta channel is specific layouts for other controllers. They added a layout for the Switch Pro controller, as well as the Xbox Elite controller. I have a review coming out of the Gully Kit King Kong Pro 2 controller. King Kong 2 Pro controller? I don't like the name of that controller. Anyway, that video is coming soon, so subscribe for that if you haven't already. And I'd like to see the Gully Kit controller get its own layout in Steam input, as well as 8-BitDo controllers. I understand why Valve can't do that for all controllers, but the really popular ones, I feel like they need to have their own inputs, because right now, the, for instance, the Gully Kit King Kong 2 Pro controller that is essentially pretending to be other controllers and that limits its functionality i think just a little bit hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's move on to the news, starting with this tweet from Valve. The wait is over. Steam decks are now shipping to customers who reserved units in Japan, South Korea, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. So four more countries are now getting the decks shipped. Still, there's quite a few places where you can't get one, and I know that just from the comments on my videos, that many people who want a Steam Deck can't get one. I've even seen people complain that if you have an Australian Steam account, you can't order one even if you're having it delivered to a place that the deck normally ships to. But on the other side of that coin, I've seen people say that they were able to do that. Who knows? At the end of the day, I'm happy to see the Steam Deck come to more markets, but it kind of sucks for everybody who still can't get one. Let's move on and talk about shutting games down. And I've got this tweet from Wario64 where he found that it seems Epic Games is shutting down online services for some of its older games. And they're also delisting some Unreal games from Steam. It's a bunch of rock band games as well as some Unreal Tournament games. I will say that I adored Unreal Tournament back in the day. And while I don't currently play, I'm really sad that these games are going to essentially vanish. I never had it on Steam. I only had the boxed copy back in the day. But I was as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, I want to try it on, on deck, but you can't even find it anymore. This certainly isn't the first time that this has happened, and it certainly won't be the last. But if you were hoping to play Unreal Tournament 2004 on your Steam Deck, it looks like you're beat. On one hand, I totally get why these services have to be shut down. Epic can't keep them going forever, and the cost to keeping a server running is the same, whether people are logging in and using it or not. And when we're talking about a game that's nearly 20 years old, I'm sure that the number of people actually using those servers is minuscule at best. But on the other hand, people did pay for these games, and now a a big part of the game that they paid for is gone. Now you only have single-player or local multiplayer after that. For some of these games, we're looking at 20-year-old games, so I guess the question is how long is, quote, long enough before the sting of shutting down servers doesn't hurt so bad? Let me know what you think about this in the comments. Speaking of Epic Games, the devs behind an Epic Games exclusive Goat Simulator 3 had some people complaining that they want better controller support. And while I don't care about the Goat Simulator games, I 100% prefer playing games on a controller. But what's hilarious here is that the devs just told customers that wanted to use the DualSense 5 controller, that's the PS5 controller, to play the game to try running the Epic Games launcher through Steam so that you can use Steam input because Epic Games doesn't have any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, corollary to Steam input? Like, they don't have that feature. I mean, let's be honest, the Epic Games store is fairly featureless, and really they're just coasting on Fortnite money. But anyway, I digress. The Goat Sim devs have said they're working on better controller support, but this is like a stopgap solution. Either way, I feel like this is fairly embarrassing for the Epic Games Store. By the way, I've had quite a few people ask about the Epic Games Store on the Steam Deck. Check out the Heroic Games Launcher if you haven't already. I used it to launch a few games, and it works, though personally, I just stick to Steam. And if a game is exclusive to some other platform that I'm not currently playing on... I tend to just wait. 
I have so many games to play that I don't ever feel like I'm missing out on something awesome. And we know that eventually those exclusivity deals will vanish and the game will be everywhere someday. Uh, So I do see a lot of anger towards the Epic Games Store, and I definitely prefer Steam, but I do like that there is competition. All right, let's move on. So if you missed the Game Awards, Valve gave away one Steam Deck per minute during the show. Turns out that was 171 Steam Decks, which was awesome. All you had to do is watch the Game Awards through Steam, and you were automatically entered. Now, I will say that there were people in our community Discord, nerdnest.tv slash Discord, that said, I I think that they watched the whole thing, and it told them that they had only watched for a certain number of minutes, which was woefully under what they actually watched it for. So I'm not sure how 100% fair that was. That being said, if you watched the Game Awards through Steam, you were automatically entered. And last episode, I talked about how Valve had some issues where it was showing winners as a string of numbers, leading people to believe that bots were winning. Valve ended up saying that those were just Steam IDs of people, and it was a display issue, which is not a huge surprise when you look at the fact that over 980,000 people watched on Steam, which honestly, I think is a lot higher than I assumed it would be. Not because I didn't think it would be awesome to win a Steam Deck. I watched it through Steam, but because most people would just prefer to watch it on YouTube or Twitch or something like that. Anyway, whether or not this is because people felt like some of it was unfair, Valve decided to do another random draw with those 980,000 people And so they gave away another 171 Steam Decks. Here's the tweet. We just drew 171 more names from all the registrants who tuned in over 980,000 of you. So check your email to see if you won. And if you are one of the lucky winners, please let us know here at the Nerd Nest. I'm very curious. Let's talk about The Witcher 3. I own the PC version of The Witcher 3, and I never got very far into it, mostly because it's a massive game, and everyone has told me how amazing it is, they always follow up with that it's hundreds of hours of content, and that always kind of scares me away from it. Well, even though I'm a little bit Witcher shy, I was happy to see that CD Projekt Red was updating their game with some fancy new stuff. I wasn't sure if I would play it, but I was definitely going to check it out just to see how it looked. It's one of the very first games that I installed on my Steam Deck because I wanted to see how it ran. I had previously played a little bit of it on the Nintendo Switch, and oh my god, it looked fantastic on the deck. This is the pre-update version of the game. It just looked amazing. But the new patch essentially makes the game perform fairly poorly. Here's the official tweet about it. We are aware of issues that PC players have been reporting since last night's release of the update. We are actively investigating all reports and will be providing an update on this particular issue as soon as possible. Thank you for your patience. I'm glad that they're working on improving it, but it's like they didn't do any QA at all if they didn't catch these issues. Timo from the Deckverse recommends that you run the game in DX11 in order to avoid crashing the deck because now you can run the game in DX12. Every time you try and do that on your Steam Deck, the Steam Deck crashes, so obviously DX11 is the way to go. But then you don't get to use FSR 2, which would improve performance. If you don't know what FSR is, think of it as basically upscaling a lower resolution to a higher resolution and trying to make it look better. It seems like CD Projekt Red needs to hire a lot more QA people if they're shipping things like Cyberpunk and this update to The Witcher 3. I will say... 
to be fair, that over time, Cyberpunk really did improve. It's actually a really fun game, and it plays fantastically well on deck, usually around a locked 40 frames per second. It just seems like some dude in a suit is telling the devs over there to ship something before it's been put through the ringer. I mean, we're talking about an old game. I don't know if you remember this, but when Valve announced the Steam Controller, one of the things that they showed were people playing The Witcher 3 on it. This is back in 2015. Anyway, if you've been playing The Witcher 3 and you're irritated about this update, according to Rock Paper Shotgun, you can roll back to an earlier version of the game to get rid of the performance issues. There's a link in the description for you if you want to check that out. Well, that's it for this episode of On Deck. What did you think of the new format? I structured my show notes quite a bit, so hopefully I can pack more information into a smaller block of time. Let me know in the comments down below if you're on YouTube, and if you are on YouTube, check out this video right here. Thanks for watching or listening, and a very special thanks to my patrons and channel members. From the Nerd Nest, I'm Bill. Stay rad, everybody.